Hey, hey, friend, you are listening to another episode of the Foyer Chats podcast. We are your hosts, Emma Jo Wasink and Kelsey Pasma. So have you ever felt, oh, I don't know, overwhelmed before? <laughs> Maybe like you were about to just have a full-on complete burnout? Yeah, honestly, I cannot even keep a straight face while I'm asking you that question because... I think it's pretty safe to say, as entrepreneurs, we have all been there. And if you haven't been there, well, sister, buckle up, because <laughs> it's probably going to happen. In today's episode, Kelsey and I get super raw with you guys and share the struggle of overwhelm that we're actually both currently in the thick of. We don't share these stories or these things to scare you or have you feel bad for us or anything like that, but we're here to show you that First off, you are so not alone in this overwhelm season. And second off, that overwhelm is just going to happen. The thing is, it does not need to lead to complete burnout. Not only that, but overwhelm can actually shift your business in new and exciting ways that you have probably not even thought about. All right. We get super passionate about this topic, so before I get all fired up again, let's just get this episode going. Friend, if you are feeling overwhelmed right now, or if you have ever felt overwhelmed about literally anything, this episode is for you. Let's go. Hey, hey, friends. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Emma. And you're listening to Foyer Chats. Here in the foyer, we talk all things business, lifestyle, and everything in between. Come for the coffee shop style chats, leave with a fire under your booty to take on all the things. All right, Emma, you ready to dive in? Heck yeah, let's go. Hey guys, welcome, welcome. We're excited to be here. Today, we are talking about overwhelm and burnout. First of all, this is our first solo show, just Emma and I, I guess besides the intro episodes. So here we are. Nervous, (laughs) excited about it. I know. We can't just ask a question and sit back. We got to kind of fill in the gap here. I don't know how people do it by themselves, so I don't know how I would do that. That would be way worse if I didn't have somebody to talk to. Oh, I know. Uh, yeah, just talk to my plant in the corner over here. <laughs> mm-hmm. We are going to have to try one someday. But anyway, so this topic of om- overwhelm and burnout, we just wanted to invite you guys into this conversation because this has been a very real uh, voice memo back and forth between Emma and I lately. And we just kind of want to set this up saying we're kind of in the middle of this right now. We're in, both of us are in seasons of craziness and just a lot of things happening in life and in business and all of that. So I don't know that we're going to get super, you know, personal on what we're exactly dealing with necessarily, but um, that made it sound like a big whole thing. But regardless, in the business aspect, we just want to kind of set this up by saying that we're kind of in this right now too. And we want to open up this conversation and kind of educate people you know, if you're newer in entrepreneurship or just starting your side hustle or you're in the thick of it as well, we just want to create a community where we can support each other and just have these conversations and just know that it's a real thing and how do we get out of it and that kind of thing. So exactly. Yep. We have had lots of voice memo texts over the past, what, like month, maybe longer than that. (laughs) And finally, we're like, okay, we just need to stop talking to each other and hit record on this because we know that you guys are dealing with this same thing. Or if you haven't yet, it's coming. So (laughs) I think that's a great place to start. Because back, I'm going to kind of put myself back a few years ago. Um, I've always been very involved in things, whether it was school or sports or having a side hustle of photography. And so I've just been used to being busy and it's been a very normal feeling for me. Um, I think growing up and adding adult responsibilities to that, that like stress, air quote, of being busy, you know, a few years ago to now is like a different pressure. But um, I think it was, I think it was exciting back then. Like that's 
for me, I always wanted to grow up. I would just wanted to rush through childhood and I wanted to have the responsibilities, but it was kind of like, like you're playing house. You don't actually have the responsibilities. And now that we're in the thick of it, it's yeah. Just figuring out how to deal with that. Yeah. And then adding, owning a business on the, on top of that. Right. I I think it's important for everyone to understand that, that burnout or feeling that overwhelm, like it's going to come. And I want to normalize that expectation a little bit. And I don't mean that in, in a downer sense at all. It's more of a, how can you set yourself up to be prepared for when that comes? Because just like in life, there will be hard times and we know those are coming. How can you get your, your mental, physical, spiritual business health in a position to, to be ready for that and to know that when you feel that, that doesn't necessarily mean you're going down the wrong path or you're not right, cut out yeah. for this or all, any kind of self-doubt that might creep in. And I think that it's it's almost like overwhelm is probably it's going to happen. Overwhelm is going to happen in your life at mm-hmm. some point, but burnout doesn't need to. And oh, oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> like burnout does not need to happen. It might happen, and it's very likely if you don't set yourself up, it will happen. But it does not need to happen. You just need to have the tools in your tool belt to be able to tackle it before it happens. So that's why we're going to talk about it. Exactly. <laughs> I'll kind of I'll kind of open up here just to like paint a picture of where I'm at business wise. Personally, I am. It's August. It's the end of August. Oh my gosh, it's almost September. <laughs> September's this week. Whoa. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're recording this, and this is coming out very soon, so it's very real time. And um, why is it coming out? Because we've been <laughs> overwhelmed, and we're just like, all right. Which is good. I think it's good that we're talking about this right now. And honestly. Just to be fully candid with listeners, we were going to record this on Thursday last week. Yeah. And I messaged Kelsey. I'm like, I can't do this today. Like, I can't add this onto my plate. But I think it might be good <laughs> to wait through the weekend and just mm-hmm. do it Monday, even if, even though that's going to create more work today, just because I think I will be in a better headspace to do so. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's... That's not always the case that you can do that, but that's why we're doing it today. <laughs> yeah, no, true. And so, yeah, for me, I'm halfway, almost over halfway through my wedding season here. And August is like all the other shoots happen. And so my editing queue is bigger than it ever has been before. And it's technically been a year of fully full time um, in business for me just about right now. Which is crazy because I would, I mean, I do know, but you would think you've been doing this full time for longer than that. That's why I hate saying that word personally, just because yeah. it feels like that too. I mean, I, I've had a, my photography business has like kind of been full time yeah. for a long time. I just had another job. <laughs> right. I don't know. That's kind of how I've looked at it, you know, because I've run this business for a while. But regardless, it, not having another job in my head, I was like, oh, I can take on all the things, mm-hmm. <laughs> take on all the shoots and I'll have way more time to edit and I'll be fine. And wow, I could sleep in on a Wednesday if I want to, or, you know, yeah. like <laughs> here we are in this, oh, wow phase. Yep. I'll use that word um, <laughs> of everything. And yeah a lot of other things going on too which is it's all good and I don't want I don't want any of this tone today to come off as like being ungrateful and I know I almost don't have to like caveat that I feel like every photographer is posting right now being like I'm so busy but thank you clients and that is so true so if you're a client listening please this is not affecting you or how I will show up for you it's just kind of the after so yeah and I'm I'm kind of in a completely different state of overwhelm. It's more life stuff that is just crazy right now for me. So it's in a different space. Like my business actually is running quite smoothly right now. Not that yours isn't, but I'm not overwhelmed as far as that goes. It's just a lot of big life changes right now that we're trying to maneuver. And it's a lot of learning curve. And yeah, for anybody who doesn't know, I am six months pregnant right now and both my husband and I this year are officially full-time work from home 
people. <laughs> so there's just, with that has come a lot. And we have a two-year-old who mm-hmm. turns two this week. So that's also been a whole thing in itself. So we are definitely in it with you guys. Um, I think something that is important to talk about just with being stay-at-home entrepreneurial is that, you know, I think that there's this fake thing in the world right now where people talk about if you do what you love, you love every day of your life or you don't work every day of your life. And I just really hate that <laughs> because <laughs> you know what, if you, I, I, I think that if that is the case for you and you, this is going to come off harsh, I think. Um, if that's the case for you and you're like, oh yeah, I'm happy every day. I don't feel like I'm working any day. I don't think you're working hard enough because <laughs> I think that I think that you don't have to be in love with your business every day. Some things that you do, you just do not enjoy doing and you just have to actually do them. And some seasons you just do not want, sometimes you do want, I don't, I don't know if I could say I would want to go back to my nine to five, but sometimes you don't want to be doing your business. You don't want to be, you want just to follow a to-do list that somebody else gave you. Sometimes that sounds amazing to me, but yeah, I think that that's something in the world right now that people talk about. And it's just like, I don't think that that's true. So if you're not in love with what you're doing right now, that doesn't mean you're doing something wrong. Personally, I think it means that you're doing something right. You don't want to be in that space all the time, but yeah, no, you're full of, full of mic drop moments today. I think that's really, (laughs) really good. And I think, I think what, what I would rephrase that saying to, I don't know if I'm in a nicer way. (laughs) No, no. The, if you're not working this day in your life, it's more like if you, we have a bigger why and a bigger purpose and a bigger goal and vision Mm -hmm. of our life and of our business. And if you, that's when I come back to that core feeling, then I can appreciate those little grind tasks and everyday stuff more than if I was or when I felt the same overwhelm or burnout feeling when I was at my corporate nine to five job in a way, you know, that's when you can kind of connect to it more. Um, but yes, the daily feeling of feeling that ugh, and exhaustion, I think is, yeah, it's a sign of pushing yourself hard. And now, no, it's not healthy to feel that every day, but, um, but there will be seasons. No, yeah, there will be seasons. There will be days. Should be there seasons. will be weeks. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And sometimes when you get in that spot of feeling overwhelmed or feeling like you're going to be burned out, sometimes for me anyways, and I know it's the same for Kelsey, sometimes that just means something needs to change. That yep. doesn't mean you drop your responsibilities and you don't do the things you have to do. It's it's that things might need to change. Maybe you need to add something onto your plate that's exciting, like the Foyer Chess podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I mean, if you talk to Kelsey and I, when we started this, we were in no space or business to add something onto our plate, but we were in a place where we we're like, you know what, we need to add something that just lights a fire under our booty and something that we're passionate about. And maybe that means we let go of other things that we're not so passionate mm-hmm. about because think for me, I always, I just always have multiple sources of income (laughs) and it's almost addictive for me. I think Kelsey would (laughs) say that that's very true, especially right now. Um, But sometimes you just need to reevaluate and look at things and say, okay, what are the things that I'm actually enjoying and things that fuel my fire and things that I feel called to be doing? What are those things? How can I add more of those into my calendar to fill my cup up? And what are those things that I hate doing and don't need to be doing. And if I spent more time doing the things that I was passionate about, would that make things better, I guess? Yeah. No. And I think looking at that on a business level too, and part of mostly why we want to have this conversation is knowing these feelings will come. So I want to caution people from just automatically like giving up or taking a total 180 turn away from what you're doing. Because if I felt, you know, completely overwhelmed with wedding photography, for example, if that was the case, and I just said, screw it, pack it up, done. Like, oh, look at those years I've spent building it just for nothing. Whereas, like you said, if you can take those incremental shifts and just shift your your compass away from what's not serving you 
and towards mm-hmm. something that is, but you're still able to stay in this foundation that you're building. Now, of course, there are certain times where it is what you're called to do to make a big change and all of that. But I think it's important to try those like little little shifts first. And if you're right. still feeling like, you know, this is just not what's right for you or or all of that, that's a different thing. But um, I think when you're just in the heat of that overwhelm, it's important, yeah, just to add those little things. It can be as small as a daily routine thing, um, yeah, a health sure. thing or, or a business thing, you know? So mm-hmm. it, it doesn't always have to be, oh, well, I'm going to try adding a different service or adding – taking on doing the podcast or something like that. That's a pretty big ad, but it can be little plus and minuses in your life and business too. Like sometimes you can't drop, even if you despise doing whatever it is in Mm -hmm. your job or your, maybe you are starting your own business, but you still work your full-time job. Just because you're overwhelmed in your job job that pays your bills doesn't mean we're not telling you to leave that and be done with it. Like you still have responsibilities obviously in life. And sometimes you can't drop those, but Maybe you want to add something onto your plate that involves you getting up at 5.30 and reading a book for a half hour that just makes you feel better in the morning. And maybe 5.30 isn't your thing. Maybe it's something else. But it just I, I just I think we need to say that we're not telling you to drop the things. Yeah, no. You got to pay, pay the bills. You have to keep the lights on and stuff. So you have to do things that you don't want to do all the time. But uh-huh. this is a different segue than I'm going, but I'm looking over over my shoulder. You guys at this point know I have a lot of sticky notes in my office. Um, and one of my best friends, Alyssa, and her husband, he was in the military and they're big like endurance people. And so shout out to them if they're listening. Um, and they just they truly enjoy doing hard things. And I just have never got that. <laughs> like they just love doing – some of the things they always say, I think it's embrace the suck. And it, I'm like, why? When you could figure out a way to not have to have the suck. But I will say, even like you said, if even if getting up at 5.30 – I am preaching this to myself right now. If, if Malachi was listening to this episode, he would laugh if he heard you me. You did it this morning. You. I did do it this morning. Have I done it in a while? No. But pushing yourself to do something that's hard makes the – this is what I'm learning right now. So I'm in the middle of it. But it will make <laughs> the other things that are hard later on not – like you already accomplished a hard thing. Why couldn't you accomplish that too? You know, so just on a daily macro – micro? Smaller <laughs> level. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. Throwing out words. On a daily level too – Setting yourself up for success is going to be important. I think mm-hmm. we'll get into more tactical takeaways in a little bit yeah. after we kind of have kind of broken it down a bit. But Well, it's, it's kind of, I think what you're saying a little bit is some things in life are going to suck, but you can choose what the suck is. Yeah. <laughs> right? Well, true. Yeah. Choose, choose the things that are going to help you grow. Mm-hmm. If endurance stuff is not... Like, that is not my suck. I am not going to do that suck. But I can choose other, you know, I can do it in other ways. Yeah. Well, and that (laughs) might even be a lens to look through at a business level, too, of like, yes, this thing sucks today. I don't feel like doing it. Mm -hmm. But that's something that's going to make my business grow. And it's something I personally should be doing. Now, if if that is emails, for example, and you're just swamped and it sucks, if that's not moving the needle, that is a great indicator of something that you could outsource. Um, So looking at your life and business through what suck is going to make you grow, maybe something to lean into instead of push back from versus something that just sucks that you could pawn off if you could. Yes. Okay. I'm going to stop us right now because I think we're going to go into a whole other rabbit hole of things. So let's talk about different ways or steps, I guess, to set yourself up for success when it comes to overwhelm, or even if you're in the thick of it, like Kelsey and I are, these are things that we have learned that will help you avoid burnout because burnout's not good. <laughs> so Right. And before, before that, sorry, have, have you felt it like the actual burnout feeling before? Have you got to that point in anything? Me? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, very much. And 
Yeah, to be completely honest, yeah, that's how I've been feeling the last couple. Like you're teetering on the edge. Oh, yeah, very much. Mm -hmm. And I think that um, something that I've just kind of thrown to the wayside too is how much my faith affects that if I'm not like we all we've heard the word or the phrase before you can't pour from an empty cup and while I do believe that to an extent I also think it has like for me personally and I know Kelsey you as well it has a lot to do with what are you putting in your cup like I'm not just saying I need to do a face mask or whatever like some form of self-care to fill my cup. I'm saying if I'm not digging in the word and being close to the Lord and praying and just spending time with that, well, then I can't be that person that I want to be to other people. I can't serve that to other people. And I think that that's something that I've just really not been good at lately. And I think without that, I automatically do go to overwhelm. And I also think that I'm someone who does not easily let other people into the suck. <laughs> um, I kind of think that I need to take it on myself and I don't want to burden other people. And so knowing when I need to ask for help or need to have someone in my corner to talk to. And for me, it has to, I mean, it has to be someone of faith also, because that's what they're going to, they're going to pour into me. So I think that's really important for me. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what the question yeah, is initially, it- but that's <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm glad you went here because that's that's what I have to remind myself too is when I'm feeling overwhelmed and an- anxious and all of it, it's like, Kels, it's not on you. Mm-hmm. It's not out of yeah. your own strength. It's n- if God has if He's called you to it, like that's that's what He's called you to do. He's equipped you to do that. So um, this kind of brings me to. Can we go really faith, really faithy <laughs> on you guys a minute? Is that right? Good with you, Emma? <laughs> and I think, sorry, we will circle back to these kind of ways to solve for <laughs> overwhelm. We will get back to that. But I think, I think you and I have touched on some of our faith in, in past episodes, and we just want to kind of bring that up here because that is what both of us are anchored in and we're both Christians and we are approaching this podcast and our businesses in that light and wanting to just spread love and be a light and be an encouragement um, from that point of view and also share some our insights on business and bring you great guests that um, are great entrepreneurs too. So our sermon at church on Sunday was about the story of Jesus walking on water. And it was, we're in a series on the seven deadly sins and kind of talking about slothfulness. And um, it's a very weird word. <laughs> um, it is how slothfulness is, you know, you think of it as being lazy, but sometimes it's just avoiding what, what love or what God would have you do too, in a way. So you how we can busy ourselves to no end and we're still avoiding what what we might be supposed to do too. So anyway, how that applied to Jesus walking on the on water was through the character Peter, character through the disciple Peter. Um so this was in Matthew 14 if you want to read it for yourself, but about Jesus walking on water, how he was with all the disciples and he he wanted them to go ahead onto the boat and he was going to dismiss the crowds where they were. And so the disciples were out and it was getting wavy and stormy and they were getting nervous. And they all of a sudden saw, uh, they saw Jesus, they saw something walking towards them on the water. They didn't know if it was Jesus or a ghost. Um, but when it looked like Jesus, Peter called out and said, Lord, if it is you command me to come to you on the water, like tell me to walk on water too. I want to come by you. And Jesus said, come. So Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and he came to Jesus. But the moment when he saw the wind and the waves and saw how crazy it was and looked away from Jesus, he was afraid and he began to sink. And he, he then cried out, Lord, save me. And in that moment, Jesus immediately reached out his hand and took hold of him. So if you're of if you're a Christian or know your Bible well, it's a pretty familiar story. And I had never 
heard it looked at like this, but that moment of doubt, you might, you know, typically think, oh, he doubted Jesus. He doubted this miracle that was happening, but he kind of doubted himself in that, in that moment too. He looked around, saw the circumstance he was in, the big crashing waves, took his eyes off Jesus and began to sink because it was then through his own power that he was trying to stay afloat and do this miraculous thing that he has no, you know, no business doing, but because Jesus called him to, that's what he needed. That's what he could be doing. So I think it just applies to anything in your life where Jesus has specifically called you and put you in a position to do something or open up doors or it's where you're supposed to be. Like he's going to equip you with what you need to get through it. And it's not by our own power and our own strength that we do anything. So that's been something I needed to hear definitely lately. And just a reminder and in the moment, I didn't even apply it towards business in my life. And now that we're talking, it kind of just came up and well, and it's like, it's giving me chills a that you had this sermon literally yesterday and we decided to not record this episode mm-hmm. today. But also last week I had like a meltdown to Kelsey about everything that was <laughs> happening. I was doubting myself like crazy when she had to remind me that I, the stuff that I'm working on and have been doing has been so clearly called upon me and stuff like doors have opened up where it's so obvious I have to keep going in the direction I'm going. But for a second there, I was doubting myself, not for a second there, for a while there, I was doubting (laughs) myself and what I needed to be focusing on. And she was like, no, like you need to stop. You need to focus on the things that you are being called to do. And when I did that, then so many more signs showed me that that's your, yeah, that's, that's yeah, what God I'm just to showed be up. So, and it was, I mean, that time. whole scenario, God's just so present, especially in this yeah. season and in this week and in, in the whole foyer business. Well, and we, for and us. we planned to do this episode like two, three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Little did we know all the stuff that was going to like not work out last week for us to record it. And now, yeah. I mean, God, God was clearly just speaking through me to you because even I remember sitting there recording those voice messages and I'm like, this is the Holy Spirit talking through me. Like, I, I don't string these words together. I didn't know. I haven't felt that reliance on God in a while. So for me to tell someone else that's what they need to do was very un, uh, didn't feel right for me. But it was just... And then this Sunday, it kind of, God came up, it came up again and it's like, yeah, you too, gals. Like you've been feeling the same way. You just haven't vocalized it maybe or, you know, you need to lean on me and I put you here for a reason. And now we get to share this podcast and this whole experience. But I mean, we've had many, many instances like this in the foyer. And this has been something we've been overwhelmed (laughs) overwhelmed by, not felt equipped for. For um, sure. Well, there's been multiple times if we didn't feel so much like this is what we're supposed to be doing right now, I promise you we would not be doing this right now because Mm -hmm. like we've said, we've both been dealing with overwhelm for a couple months now and it's just, but we still feel so strongly that we need to be doing this exact thing that we just have to do it. So, yeah. Wow. Okay. okay. Thank you for hanging with us on this tangent of our our faith and all that. And also, if you don't necessarily agree with us, we really want you to stick around too. Um, I, we're not, I promise we're not going to be preachy or anything crazy. Um, but we just want to share kind of what's led us to this point and where our heads are at and where we're rooted in and why we think and why we have faith and believe the way we do. So anyway, okay. I think let's jump into tacticalful, tacticalfulness. <laughs> That's not that. a word. The tactical things. That <laughs> thing. Yes. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> okay. So yes. we've kind of like given a big picture as to what we've been feeling and hope you know, hopefully been able to be relatable towards you guys and just give a picture of, hey, you can expect this feeling, so don't run away from it. Um, Now let's talk about things that have helped us. Yes. So I think 
the number one thing we're going to talk, we're going to like have three main points here um, of things to walk through when you're dealing with overwhelm. The first one is setting boundaries. And I think that this is, for me, this is really, really hard. Like I said, I'm not someone that um, naturally asks for help when I need it. So I think just to preface what we're about to say is that it's important to set boundaries so that people know how to treat you. It's not something that's selfish. It's something that you do to avoid overwhelm so that you can be the person that you need to be for other people. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I think that setting boundaries can feel super selfish and can feel super, yeah, just selfish. Like you, you should be giving more to other people or you shouldn't be asking for whatever you need. But you are asking that so that you can stay in a place where you can be the best person that you want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, like for me, this comes into play a lot as a mom. If I'm not asking for help and asking anybody, my husband, anybody to help me in the areas where I'm feeling overwhelmed, well, I'm going to be not half the mom I want to be. So it's not selfish, you know? Um, and I think that this oh, the main point about this is just avoid overcommitting to things. Mm-hmm. Um, one article Kelsey and I read recently talked about to avoid overcommitting, put things in your life into three different categories. One of them is things you personally must do. Just like, re- like I mean, what's a good example of something you must do? I mean, you have to show I- up and shoot. Yeah, (laughs) like to get the galleries. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And then so things that you must do in your business or in your life um, and then things that you can delegate. So maybe it's you are getting stressed because your house is a mess. Kelsey. (laughs) (laughs) You say my house is a mess. (laughs) No, you see below the camera line right now. Um, But maybe that is something that you can delegate. So what are other things that you can delegate in your life where you can be more, like you're more useful in the things that you must do or the things that you're good at or the things that you fill up? What are things that you can delegate to others? And maybe you don't delegate all these right away, but at least so you know in your head, these are the things that I'm working towards being able to delegate. Yeah. We just had an episode all about outsourcing with Sarah Oh, yeah. True. Yeah. Listen back to that one. Nine, eight, nine, um, something like that. Two episodes ago, <laughs> yeah. Um, and so that we kind of went through a lot of ideas on what you can delegate in your life and in your business too. But mm-hmm. and then I think maybe the most important part of this list is things you don't need to do, things you can just be done with. You know, mm-hmm. um, I'm trying to think of examples off my head, but I can't. I'm well. I think it goes from personal life and business life. Like I like to look at it as two different things. So. Sometimes you have to say no to a friend's thing. Like maybe you don't like to miss out, but a night at home is really what you need. Or a family thing of a dinner or something. If you know, okay, I'm going to be able to show up to the next one even more energized because I am not in a good place right now. Um, That kind of thing. Uh, But yeah, I love that list. The must do, the delegate, and the don't need to do. in the don't the don't need to do part can just be simply is that serve like is that moving the needle in my business or is that making is that something that's an actual priority in my personal life mm-hmm. um, I don't remember it might be Jenna Kutcher I don't know some quote is if it's if it's not a hell yes it's a no mm-hmm. and I love that so much if it's not something like if if you have these values in your life and whatever this thing is, is not serving that, it is not only okay to say no to that, but you are doing a disservice to anything else that you're doing if you say yes to that. Mm -hmm. If you are saying yes to something that you're adding onto your business that you don't enjoy, that isn't actually moving your business in the direction you want to be and is taking away time from your family, then what in the world are you doing doing yeah i think we, we do that a lot just to yeah make a few extra bucks or, or sure. whatever whatever the motivation is you don't want to say no to somebody or mm-hmm. or whatnot but that's taking away time from your bigger picture and vision and i mean that comes back to having a clear vision and a clear why so that yeah. you can run those when they come up an extra job or or whatever you can you know look at that against your why and and see For where sure. to where it lands. But um, 
I think that one more thing within setting boundaries. So basically just know that it's not being selfish. Know how to stop overcommitting and how important your actual why behind the things that you're doing is. And then one really, really basic thing that may not seem so basic is look at what you are consuming via social media or whatever else it is. Are you looking at these beautiful homes that seem like they have this, you know, like is always clean or always beautiful, all this stuff, just because it's something that isn't negative does not mean you can't mute them. Sometimes mm-hmm. you need to take people that are really, really serving you in some seasons of life. Like maybe you see someone that you really, you love their house, you love how they raise their kids, whatever it is. But if you're not feeling in a spot where you're ready to take on new things or take on new challenges, then it's okay to either just turn off social media or use that mute button. It's really, yeah. really, really, really great. Even if it's not negative, like it's mm-hmm. okay. It is Okay. Yeah, I've, social social media, we could do a whole podcast on boundaries no on that yep. um, and just where it falls in your priorities. And I know you hear us talk about how great it is to use for marketing and all that in your business. But for example, for me right now, I think I've posted one thing in the last month and mm-hmm. it's truly because I'm so busy and I have to serve my clients and show up for them first. And it also can feel backwards if I'm storying or posting, but I'm late on a gallery. There's a weird balance to that too. But um, yeah, it's it's when it just can important. cause guilt sometimes, like for mm. you. You know, yeah. we talk about we've had podcast episodes about social media and specifics and how things. That, I mean, the last one we just talked about reels with um, with Nate and all that stuff is so so good. But sometimes it is putting you in a place of overwhelm or close to burnout. And sometimes you need to just yeah. stop doing that. Yeah, it's okay. And I feel that with podcasts too. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes when I listen and it's like, okay, do this, do that, do that, do that, right. do that. It can mound and pile up and you have to know, okay, that that podcast, I love them. I love listening to them. Maybe you have to do it with us sometimes and that's okay. I, I need to take a few weeks off, get myself centered, and then I'll binge through and come back to it. Or yeah, something like the Reels episode last week. For me, I wanted to jump right into that and dive in, but I I really can't this month. Right now. But it's at the top of my priorities next month or or whatnot. Mm -hmm. So it's your – have those lists. Have those things where you can table things and and push it off. Um. When you need to, but one more thing on the on the boundaries end because I'm my business is very client based is setting expectations and clear communications with your clients is so important and boundaries, and boundaries. right <laughs> that form boundaries that's what yeah. I mean yeah whether it's when you're gonna get back to them or when they're gonna receive their gallery for me because if I get a text of a client saying hey you just want to check it they're so nice they just want to know when the photos are coming I'm like oh crap I didn't make it very clear to them on that because because when I get that text I get that sinking gut feeling yeah I'm not good enough I'm so slow oh my gosh I suck at life (laughs) what's funny is I just this is pretty cool I just had a client shout out to Evan if he's listening um he texted me on Friday in like late morning saying that he was going to be ordering blah, 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 and we need to talk about something. And my response was, um, I have really spotty service today, but let me know if you need anything because I was on a boat, <laughs> literally <laughs> on a boat. We went on a trip this past weekend. Um, but his response was, do not apologize. You didn't drop the ball anywhere. You are just setting expectations. And I was like, that I needed to hear that. Thank you. Yeah. And that was coming from a client. It was mm-hmm. – Well, that's cool. Yeah, you work cool. with business owners yeah. too. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So it's probably – for me in that sense Hopefully. no but that's good and it, it helps us be better clients and other yeah it's true I've, I'm yeah. learning that in a lot of different things but putting but. boundaries as far as you know what I am you know for me it has a lot to do with just my family at five o'clock I am done I am mm-hmm. not responding to clients until the next day um emails I don't reply to on the weekend sometimes that truly means even if I am working at 10 o'clock on a Friday night which happens I set the email so that it sends out Monday morning at eight. Mm. Yeah. Did y'all know you could do that? That was a recent learning of ours. <laughs> but you know, then you're setting that expectation for your clients that, you know what? I'm not available on the weekends mm-hmm. and that is okay. That is good. They respect it. And if they don't, then I mean, 
Yeah. <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah. Okay, yeah. let's move on to the next part. Setting, yes. So, so uh, we number one, um, setting boundaries. Number then... two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number two is self-care, which I don't always love that word, but just truly taking care of yourself. And I'm going to be transparent. This is not something I've been good at lately. Nope, and me either. when I am, holy cow, I notice a difference yeah. in my day, in my mental state. and In your business. In my business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the areas, the areas that are really important are nutrition, movement, sleep, mindfulness, self-reflection, faith, all of that. And to me, this has been this last month, I would say has caused me a little bit of that overwhelm too, because I'm like, I'm not keeping up in my business. I'm not keeping up in this and that. I haven't worked out in forever. Oh my gosh. And it just kind of piled on, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. I just want to encourage if you're feeling that way too, just to start and just to, you don't have to make a big plan. You don't have to have a big goal yet. Just start and with one thing. One yeah. simple, one simple change. Yep, because then you you get that rush of, hey, I did it. Okay, I'm gonna do. Yeah, I'm gonna have a salad instead today. Like <laughs> instead of making mac and cheese, like I maybe did the other day. <laughs> because hey, well, I worked out. <laughs> I think it's easy to get sucked into just a huge downhill spiral with everything. If you know, once one yeah. thing drops and you start to feel overwhelmed. Like, yeah, when I feel overwhelmed, then I don't focus on my nutrition. I do Mm -hmm. not focus on working out, which causes me not to sleep well, which causes me – like, it's such a downhill spiral, so just start with one thing. And maybe it literally is drink water. Right. (laughs) Maybe it's something super, super simple. But – Yeah, I mean, I've been in the headspace of, like – my clients have to come first. Oh, my Mm -hmm. word. I have to – I have to be editing at all all hours. I have to do this and that. But you can't do that well. If no. Not, if you're not drinking water. <laughs> no, I'll, I get, I mean, I haven't really thought about this, but I'm probably way more easily distracted or in mm-hmm. a slumpy day or a bad mental state. And that's not causing, you know, not, not showing up as my best right. self for them at a session or at editing or whatever. And maybe this simply means you decide to block out. If you're self-employed, this might be a little bit easier, but set out I don't know, even an hour, two hours and sit down and write down the things that fill your cup up or things that make you into into a better headspace. Um, Last week when we were were going to record on Thursday, I said, okay, I do not feel like it at all. But in the morning, I am going to get up early. I'm going to do my devotions. I am going to have some time for myself. I am going to do a face mask. I'm going to put my oils in. I'm going to do all these things just to help myself feel better. And when you know what those things are, it's easier to start implementing them and adding things onto it. But mm-hmm. if you can just start with one thing, and it sometimes makes it all easier. For me, I need to do it right then mm-hmm. too because it – Just like stop. Just stop. Nobody – it's not going to end if you stop for a second. <laughs> right. I'll be like, okay, well, tomorrow, today's a crapshoot. Tomorrow I'm going to get up and, yeah. and do my routine or something. And by then tomorrow comes and eh, you're just you're just in that hole. Yeah, you could have made the rest of your evening better if you just mm-hmm. stopped for 15. Like, mm-hmm. And I mean, we've all heard though, is it 90 minutes of productivity? Like if you're, if you're not taking breaks, mm-hmm. you are not going to be, your brain literally cannot function the way it's mm-hmm. supposed to if you don't take breaks. Yeah. And maybe you roll your eyes at that, but I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's research on that. <laughs> no, I it's so true. And I think one other element of self-care is relationships and having people in your corner that, I mean, like what we just talked about. Yep. When you can encourage each other and fill your cup in that sense and get, get out of your work environment and be social and do things yeah. that – the whole reason you're building this business is to build the life you want. So right. if you don't have, yeah, don't get too sucked into the overwhelm where you can't live a life either. Exactly. Well, and when it comes to relationships too, just to jump back to boundaries a little bit, sometimes you need to not be with certain people during, you You need to, they mm-hmm. need to not have access to certain parts of your life at that mm-hmm. time. And that's okay. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's making it so that you can serve the people that are important to you or the people that are your priority or your family, whatever it is, you can serve them better if you set those boundaries. So I think those go pretty hand in hand. Yeah. Okay. And then let's talk about action and implementation because yeah, it's the- great if you want to talk about all these things, about setting boundaries, about self-care, about everything that you want to do. But if you don't set yourself up with a roadmap of how to actually do those things, you're not, you're not going to, you will burn that. out. You will, you burn, will burn out. Mm-hmm. So, um, cause, cause if you don't do it, you just get that guilt piled on again and again and so again guilty for not doing it. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So I think that, you know, if you're feeling how Kelsey and I are right now, maybe that literally means what block of time today, maybe that's right now. Maybe you need to stop this podcast. Mm-hmm. Or maybe finish it and then and then do this. We're almost done, I promise. Yeah, right. Um, you need to sit down and make a game plan. What are the things that really, really light you up? For me, this is such a this seems so dumb to say out loud, but what I how I use my personal Instagram is I focus on like three, four things that I actually really, really love doing things that fill my cup up, things that get me excited. Um, One of them is DIY home projects. I just, I love, love, love doing them. But what's so silly, it's not silly, but it sounds silly, is if I put those on my, like if I have a social media calendar and I plan out, okay, I'm going to do this DIY project this week, this one next week, I actually do them and I get excited to do them. Accountability too. Yeah, it's maybe that's what it is. It's accountability. I don't know. But I actually do them, which causes me to get more excited about other things and do other things. So for me, this is so dumb, but if I have a plan for my social where I'm sharing these things, then I do it better. So Mm -hmm. all to say that's a form of um, implement or just having intention for me is that if I know the things that I want to do, write them down and actually make a plan to do them, blackout time to do them, it just, it makes everything so much better. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think one thing I heard a while back when I I had just graduated college and I heard someone on Instagram live, I don't even know who it was, but just the saying that hope is not a strategy. You can hope all day long that, oh, I'm going to grow this business or I'm going to do this and do that and dream of all this stuff. But yeah, if those dreams don't become an actionable plan with like tangible dates, truly. And yeah, don't, don't kill yourself to meet them. Things can be fluid, but we shifted so much stuff. We Mm -hmm. we did that in the beginning when we were planning this podcast, we had, and there's a lot of other things that we're planning for foyer, which honestly, they have not lined up exactly with where we wanted them to be. And for a minute there, I think both of us were feeling a little overwhelmed with that. But when we sat down, we're like, you know, we're in this space where we need to focus on this right now that can come next, that's okay. And it's good. And there's going to be seasons. Right. There's a good mix of grinding and hustling because you need Mm -hmm. that. Otherwise you will get nowhere. Right. With consistency. Consistency. Exactly. Without completely overwhelming yourself and taking over your whole life because that's not the point. So it, it, yeah, what to say yes to, what to say no to, but you, you just need that plan because if you can hope all day long, but without that strategy, you'll get nowhere. Yeah. And I think it is, I think the most important part to doing all of this is knowing where you want to be. And maybe that's, maybe that's this year, a goal for this year. Maybe it's five years, maybe it's 10 years. I personally think it's so, so important to set those goals Mm -hmm. or those dreams even and set yourself up with mile markers on how to get there. So Mm -hmm. it's like a roadmap. If you don't, if you don't know where you're going, then you're not going to get anywhere. You're just going to keep going in circles. So it's important to have a plan. Yeah. I think, yeah, you're just going to spiral. What you said, the one year goal is important too. I, sometimes mm-hmm. it's hard to get down to that granular. Yeah. It's easy to be like, oh, in 10 years, I want to have multiple homes right. and do all this let's stuff. Let's figure out how you can do that. Like, right. Because it, it, it's easy to float in that space of, yeah, I'm working towards it. Do, 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 mm-hmm. do. And right. yeah. you're really just getting nowhere. But you're just you? plateauing. <laughs> right. And you're going to all of a sudden hit the 10 years and be like, when did I say right. I was going to do that by? And yeah. So yeah. It, it's really. It's the importance of knowing your why, what your goals are, 
and why you want those goals to happen. So it's it's truly what's your intention behind having yeah. this plan and, and taking care of yourself and right. setting boundaries and all of that. And, and knowing that sometimes it's not going to go exactly as you had yeah. planned. Yep. It's a weird mix of everything. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> these are <laughs> I know we kind of keep talking ourselves in circles because I don't I don't want to land too hard on any end, but also these are all you kind of have to take what you need in different seasons. And it truly comes back to having these plans and having these core things of okay, I feel that burnout coming or mm-hmm. I feel that overwhelm coming. I need to set some boundaries. I need to look ahead. Or or I'm looking at my calendar for September and I took on way too many shoots. And I need to, like, really take a step back and make mm-hmm. set the boundaries. And have people in your life that know those goals, too. Mm-hmm. We didn't touch on that real quick. And I Ooh. don't want to go too much in. But I think that, like, uh, for me, I mean, Kelsey knows a lot of things in my business. But if I'm talking about my personal life, then that's something that I like to talk about with my husband, which he he doesn't love doing this because he thinks <laughs> I, I have I have a hard time being present with where I am right now rather than looking forward. Um, and he's the opposite. So it's it's but it's nice to have someone who knows where I'm headed and they can kind of check you on. Hey, well, if you're doing this like Kelsey, I was going to take something on that was really stupid. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she's like, that's not pointing you in the direction of where you want to go whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It might help for a couple weeks, months, whatever, but it's not, it's not in your long-term goals or priorities. So having those people in your life that know what your plans are and what you want to be in 10 years is so important because they can keep you accountable. Exactly. Nailed it. Nailed it. In here, I thought we would barely hit a half hour with this (laughs) podcast. (laughs) No kidding. Well, I don't even know how to close this out because I think we could, I mean, as you guys can tell, we kind of wanted this just to be a conversation between Kelsey and I. We just hit record and started mm-hmm. talking. So hopefully this helps you guys. Um, and hopefully this just makes you realize that it's okay to feel overwhelmed sometimes and gives you a little bit of strategy when those times do happen so you can avoid completely burning out. Yeah. And um, no, you're not alone in it. Yeah. And maybe, maybe this episode... I don't know, maybe we should put this in the beginning too, but maybe this is not what you need right now. Maybe you are thriving. Don't yeah. let this knock you backwards. No. But just put this in your pocket for when that time comes and you need to, days. need to pull it out. Yeah. For sure. So Whew. I think that's all we got. Thank you guys for being here. <laughs> A little hangover over here. A vulnerability hangover. Let me specify. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. We're in the middle of this too. And maybe when we're out of it, we can even talk to this more. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, thanks for tuning in and listening to another episode of Foyer Chats. Like we said, this has been such a passion project of ours. So we appreciate every single one of you listening in and encouraging us and pushing us along and giving us a reason to show up. So if you are enjoying these episodes, please hop over to Apple Podcasts and send us a rating, a review. We love reading those. You guys and are the best. And hit subscribe. And hit subscribe. Is that yeah. the last thing? <laughs> and even awesome. send us a DM. We'd love to chat too. And we love to chat on voice message on there too. So if you find yourself really struggling and need, to, need a little yes. community or encouragement, we would love to just chat with you over DM. So find us at the foyer. We'll talk to you next time. Bye guys.